Produced by the iLab at WBUR Boston. Welcome to Kind World. I'm Andrea Aswahi. And I'm Yasmin Amr. This week, we're going to throw it back to one of our favorite episodes from 2016. It's the story of two friends, two young boys, and their determination to do something that seems almost impossible. Make sure to stay tuned after the break for an update on what happens next. Now, here's the story. I have to take off my shoe and I prick myself and blood comes out. It's my blood sugar tester. Sometimes it's kind of like annoying when kids just stare because they just don't know what it's about. That's Jonah Pornazarian. His classmates don't fully understand the liver disease he has that could be fatal. But Jonah's friend, Dylan Siegel, responds differently. Dylan, like, he doesn't really stare. He just talks to me. And we just laugh together, and it's really fun. Dylan is nine years old now, but this story starts three years ago when the boys were in first grade. Dylan's mom, Deborah Siegel, was driving her son home from Jonah's house when she told him that Jonah had a rare condition he could die from. She explained there was no cure, and doctors needed money to find one. I'm like, oh my God, I want to help. And I said, great, I love that. Do you want to do a bake sale? Do you want to do a lemonade stand? He's like, no. He looked at me like I was insane. What horrible ideas. Later that night, I was putting him to bed, and he said, I thought about what I want to do for Jonah. I'm like, how about I could write a book? The next day, Dylan took out his markers and wrote a storybook he dedicated to Jonah. He called it Chocolate Bar. Chocolate Bar means awesome. Each page listed something Chocolate Bar, like Disneyland or going swimming. Dylan's plan? Sell his book to raise money for research. But first, he needed some parental help. He marched into my office and said, here's my book. Will you go make copies? Please, 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 print it, print it, print it, print it. And they're like, oh, okay, I'll do it later, blah, blah, blah. A week before our special school event, I was like, can I please sell that at our school event? And mom was like, oh, my God, I haven't printed it yet. So I went to dad, and I'm like, dad, dad, print it, print it, print it fast. And I'm like, I want chocolate bars too. And he's like, oh, my God. So he called Whole Foods, and, and they said they'd give us 100 chocolate bars for free. I sat behind a table. We sold our books and our chocolate bars, and we sold out. The next week, Dylan spoke at a PTA meeting. Somebody asked him how much money you want to raise. A million dollars. And I was like, what? (laughs) What did he just say? Does he even know what a million dollars is? I mean, he's six years old. I even thought I was a little crazy. But then I'm like, wait, I could do anything I want. I could cure this disease. Curing a disease is a daunting proposition for anyone, but a six-year-old? And unfortunately, this particular disease posed a major challenge. Dr. David Weinstein of the University of Florida says Jonah's type of GSD, or glycogen storage disease, is one in a million, so rare that it's often not taught in medical school. Weinstein is one of the few doctors who treat and research GSD. There's no funding. Honestly, I've come close to giving up numerous times. But Dylan had made up his mind. Many doctors may not be familiar with GSD, but Dylan learned as much as he could. He has no white blood cells at all, or very, very low. So whenever he catches something like a cold, he could end up in the hospital. He had to drink cornstarch every couple of hours to keep his blood sugar high. Yep, 
cornstarch every three hours, even at night. We set three alarms. That's Jonah's mom, Laura. If we miss a feeding, he can have seizures, go into a coma, and die. They've had close calls, watching Jonah be rushed to the emergency room by paramedics who weren't sure they could save him. That fragility motivated Jonah's friend Dylan. He took every opportunity to approach people with his book. One of them happened to work in the news media and picked up the story. A six-year-old who decided he could make a change in the world. People told their friends, their friends told their friends, their friends told more friends. And dollars started flowing into the fund for Dr. Weinstein's research. The next milestone I remember was hitting 25000 I thought that was incredible. You can make a difference. I love Jonah so, 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 so. And then it went to 50000 So, 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 so much. I got interviewed by Chelsea Clinton. Good Morning America. and Diane Sawyer. Being on Nightly News. The book so many of you bought for a good cause. Copies shipped to all 50 states and 56 countries from Australia to Denmark. I don't think any of us could have Never. imagined Except something for Dylan. like I think this. Dylan, yeah, I think Dylan's <laughs> the only one that had yeah. this in his imagination. In the middle of all of this, Dylan's family heard from the mother of a boy in the hospital with the same disease as Jonah. When we went into the, the boys' room in the ICU, there was a copy of Dylan's book on his bed. And the mom told us how much Dylan's book had meant to him and that he had three copies of Dylan's book and that he was so inspired by Dylan. Here was a kid who was fighting for his life and a mom who had spent her last 13 years trying to keep him alive. About a week later, he passed away. And it was, it was really hard. After that death, both families threw themselves into reaching Dylan's million-dollar goal. My parents and Jonah's parents worked their butt off. I knew that it was going to happen. I just, my instincts told me. And he was right. Now we have, like, over a million dollars. Dr. Weinstein is now planning human trials for GSD gene therapy for next year, and he says his team has found treatments for mice with Jonah's rare subtype. I'm still in shock. We are on the verge of curing or treating this disease, and that would not have been possible if the six-year-old boy hadn't created this book. Dylan may make a difference in the lives of some very sick children, but there's something else he and Jonah are looking forward to. Well, and I never have a sleepover at, like, someone else's house. Once I get cured... Dylan and I made plans to have a huge slumber party and just have fun, play games, watch TV, just us two. That story was produced by Erica Lance. After the break, we catch up with Dylan, Jonah, and Dr. Weinstein. Stay with us. The world's clean energy future relies on ancient elements still in the ground. Without mining, there will not be a clean energy transition. But pulling them out of the ground comes at an environmental and human cost. Mining is intrusive, but the results are the building blocks for products that we use every single day. I'm Meghna Chakrabarty. Join me on point for Elements of Energy, Mining for a Green Future, five special episodes. Listen and follow On Point wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Kind World. I'm Andrea Aswahi. And I'm Yasmin Amr. 
Time flies. Jonah is 13 now and Dylan is 12. Andrea, you had the chance to speak to them recently. So how are they? They're great. When I spoke with Jonah, he had just gotten back from his yearly checkup with his doctor, David Weinstein, who said he was pleased with how Jonah's managing his glycogen storage disease, or GSD. He said that I've been doing really well. And he said, just keep on smiling. Keep up doing the work that you're doing. That's wonderful to hear. And are he and Dylan still friends? Yep, they're still close friends. We don't have many classes together, but when we have classes together, we make jokes and we sit like we're each other's really good friends and we always laugh in class together. The boys are still fundraising and they read the chocolate bar book to kids at their elementary school now. So their legacy is pretty much cemented in their community. But chocolate bar stretches far beyond their school. I mean, these two have been on national and even international media. Yeah, and according to Dylan, they're still making buzz around their book. I've gone all over the country speaking to kids and telling them my story and inspiring them to do something great as well. And it just feels really good to make such a big impact on so many people, including people who have the disease and people who just listen to me speak and how inspired they get. It really makes me feel good. Dylan has spoken at conferences and events, including one in Hershey, Pennsylvania. I mean, what could be better for a book called Chocolate Bar? It's perfect. But Andrea, I have to ask this. The original goal was $1 million. How much money have the boys raised since they started six years ago? I'm going to let Dylan answer that. We've raised almost $1.5 million. It's so crazy to think back about the fact that Dr. Weinstein almost gave up on his research several times because of a lack of funding. And here are these two very young kids who did something about it. I mean, what a legacy. It's even more amazing when you hear what Dr. Weinstein's been up to since the story aired. As a result of the funds that were raised, we are now doing human gene therapy trials, and there's been tremendous progress in, in the research. At this point, we've treated six people with gene therapy, and the response has been beyond anything we ever expected. He said patients in the trials have been weaning off the cornstarch treatment with very little negative repercussions, which is huge. Yeah, I was just so struck when Jonah said he had to wake up every three hours to take cornstarch. So will Jonah be participating in the trials? Dr. Weinstein is hopeful that soon they'll be able to start trials on patients with Jonah's specific kind of GSD. And if it works, Jonah's life would change dramatically. We expect to bring the gene therapy to Jonah, and that should solve the sugar problems and allow him to go to sleep at night without worrying about, um, am I going to have a seizure? Am I going to be alive in the morning? Like you said, that is absolutely life-changing. So what's next for Jonah and Dylan? So Jonah and Dylan are starting the eighth grade soon. Jonah is continuing to take care of himself and says he wants people to understand that he's just a regular kid who happens to have a rare condition. Well, if I was talking to people like me who have GSD, I would tell them to keep fighting and never give up because I never gave up and I kept fighting and I've raised $1.5 million and I'm really close to reaching my goal of being cured. And Dylan is all in when it comes to innovation and entrepreneurship. Even at 12 years old, he's already thinking big. 
I would really like to um, create a business that helps give back to continue all my work and just continue making a difference in the world. Well, he's done it once. He can certainly do it again. Exactly. Thank you so much to Dylan Siegel, Jonah Pornazarian, and Dr. David Weinstein for updating us on their lives since our story aired. And if you want to learn more about what they're all up to and see some recent photos of the boys and Dr. Weinstein, go to WBUR.org slash Kind World. Kind World is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR station. Paul Vikas and Matt Reed do our sound design, and Iris Adler is our executive producer. I'm reporter and producer Yasmin Amr. And I'm reporter and producer Andrea Aswahe. Has a friend ever done something tremendously kind for you that you didn't expect? Tell us about it. Email us at kindworld at wbur.org or find us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WBURKindWorld. And if you need a good detox from the week, subscribe to our weekly newsletter called The Care Package. Lots of good stories straight to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up on our webpage, wbur.org slash kindworld. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. 